welcome to Haunted Hospitality, Southern Stories Told by Spooky Gingers. I'm Robin. And I'm Zoe. And I have a story for you today. But first, Robin, how's life? Uh, it is fine. <laughs> My cat is rolling around in your shoes. He is, yes. Uh, future projecting once more. You okay. and I just had a lovely weekend at the Biltmore. Yes, yes. Yeah. By the time this comes out, you're right. We have gone to the Biltmore. I project that we had an amazing time. And ate some cool food. Yeah. Yeah. And ha- we did the winery. Yes. And we also did the haunted Asheville thing. And I think we at least saw two ghosts. I really hope we've seen at least two ghosts. Yes. I really hope it's not the cat, though. Oh, I would hate to see the cat. I would really, really hate to see the cat. Yeah. To be honest with you, I'm not exactly sure I want to see a ghost, but for the purposes of this podcast, I hope I do. Okay. It's just, you know, something, no pain, no gain. <laughs> But yeah. So Zoe, how are you doing right now on June 8th? On June 8th? Well, let's see. Let's look at my schedule. Well, by the time June 8th comes around... um, You will have developed a new disturbing accent. Yes. June 8th is a Saturday, Robin. No, it's not. Nope, May 8th is a Saturday. Okay. Oh my god, June 8th is a Tuesday. Yes. So, um, next weekend I'm in the karate competition. Um... And it's I'm, like Karate Kid. It's not like Karate Kid. Are you going to beat the guy? No. When, okay. So I am doing sparring, I think, maybe. I don't know. I'll have to ask Jean. Um, Jean! But- <laughs> <laughs> I tried to hold it in. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm doing uh, kata, which is something I've mentioned on the show before. So if you don't know what that is, either Google it or listen to the previous episodes. Wow, you're throwing people no bones. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So I'm doing that, and um, I'm doing a kata that I learned, like, two or three weeks ago. So I'm hoping that turns out great. Yay! And also, sparring, which I did, sparred for the first time yesterday. No, Ooh. Friday. Ooh. 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 And it was actually, like, a lot of fun, because I got to punch people, but then I got really punched. So that one, that part was less fun. You're just making me really want to, like fight in a controlled environment <laughs> you know what i like i want to get good at sparring yeah and get to like maybe a blue belt and mm-hmm. then i want somebody to swing at me and see what happens i mean we already said that we would like rob and proof your apartment so you could fling me around once yes. you start learning to throw people and just so people know i'm not kidding <laughs> i'm actually offering that to you and we could film it and i could just i don't know why i'm doing this to myself no pain no gain <laughs> but yeah i um I mean, I did a Greenville 5K last weekend, too. It was called Mountains to Main Street, and then I ended up doing it twice and walking around Greenville. So uh, we totaled, like, with breaks in between, we totaled 11 miles that day. I've been doing a lot of, like, physically exerting things, and it really makes me sound like a hyper-fit badass. You do I'm sound not. very cool. I'm not. <laughs> Maybe I should do some physically exerting things so, like, the pressure is off of you, because mm-hmm. obviously that's how things work. Yes, clearly. Yeah. So I'll, I don't know, go on a walk. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's my... Oh, I do want to shout out one thing. Um, So my cousin, Leanna, goes by Lee, um, she actually has a... Well, she has an Etsy currently, but she said she's taking it down. But she does have a Facebook page, and it's called Lee's Life Crafts. And I want to shout her out because she got me, well, she made me um, these two mug tumblers that we're kind of drinking out of. We were drinking out of earlier before we switched to the cans. But um, it's like these really pretty tumblers and they have like tentacles all over them. And I have a purple one and Robin has a blue one. Yes, I'm drinking out of this. It's lovely. And they're beautiful. And I got a spare tentacle on my laptop. It's great. And so if you guys like, she does like a lot of weird earrings. Like you can find like baby earrings and like eyeball earrings on her shop. So if you like, like those weird kind of things. And she also does like vinyl stickers on things. Um, you should definitely check her out. Like I said, it's Lee's Life Crafts. 
Speaking of things we're drinking out of. Yes. <laughs> I wanted everybody to know that this is... Continuing the theme. Yes, of haunted places to drink, and also continuing our homage to another spooky podcast, Barks, Brews, and a Casket for Two. We are continuing to drink the same cider cans we opened last episode. I'll enter in the sound of us cracking those cans open here. There we go. What a great sound. It was a great sound. Yes. So uh, stay tuned to the end of this episode for a special promo from Barks, Brews, and a Casket for Two. Now, are we ready to get into today's Something Southern? Nope, because we're doing something spooky. Completely missaid that. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, Zoe, I'm going to commandeer something spooky today. Yes, Robin is taking over. I am. Chaos may abound. So I wanted to talk to you about something that is terrifying and therefore spooky, but at the same time, entirely scientific. Okay. Sleep paralysis. Yes. Now, if you remember, last episode, we talked a bit about this because it was one of the theories behind the hat man, the hot, the the, the hot man. (laughs) The hot man. (laughs) (laughs) Warning, in sleep paralysis, you may see hot men. No. Um, if you're a lesbian, do you see hot women? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> no. Oh, no. You see the hat man <laughs> sometimes. Okay. That is one of the theories behind the hat man. And it is one of the theories behind shadow people. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to tell you a bit about this scientific phenomenon. So, people who have lived in this earth in the past <laughs> have been like, what is this weird experience? It is probably supernatural. And people now say, hey, this is probably supernatural because it feels like that. Right. So um, basically, sleep paralysis. Zoe, have you ever had sleep paralysis? I have not. I've been fortunate enough that I have not. Yeah, it sucks. I've had it, I think, twice, and I'm going to tell you about both experiences. Okay. <laughs> sleep paralysis is when you are, how did I put it down? You are transitioning between stages of sleep. So there are four stages of sleep. uh, And it is between either you're going between stages two and three, which, by the way, stage three is REM, which is when you're sleeping. (laughs) Dreaming. Dreaming, yeah. And then, or you're going from stage three to stage four. And stage four, it's like deep sleep, right? Deep sleep, yes. And there's also kind of things going on in your mind. But the only reason we know that really is because when people wake up during stage four, That's not sleep paralysis, but they wake up terrified, having no idea what is in reality going on, because there are just some dark things happening, Mm -hmm. usually, if you wake up during stage four sleep, and you're still in, like, the zone of it. So, stage four is scary. Stage three, though, is when a lot of sleep paralysis happens, because it does involve dreaming oftentimes. Right. So there's a thing in your brain, and I don't know the specific words for it, so I'm telling you this is science, but I don't know the scientific terms. Just take my word for it, I swear. Just listen to me. Just listen to me. Don't look at my sources. Just listen to me. I do have a source. I went to (laughs) WebMD.com, though I did already know a lot of what I'm telling you. Um, Sleep paralysis is when you wake up, and there's always, when you're sleeping, something in your brain that turns off your body's movement so if you're having a dream where you're walking down the street while you're sleeping you're not actually unless you're a sleepwalker i really don't know how all that works (laughs) you're not going to dream that you're not going to walk in your sleep you're not going to get up that was probably a bad example um let's see if you're katniss if you're dreaming that you're katniss everdeen and you shoot an arrow you're not actually going to be like pull the trigger (laughs) and, and doing all that and So your brain kind of shuts down your body physically while your mind is still working. Sleep paralysis is when you wake up, or at least part of you wakes up, because I feel like this is kind of the weird bridge between waking and sleep, really. Mm -hmm. Um, And unfortunately, the thing in your brain that turns off your body's responses and ability to move, it doesn't flip it back on. So you're sitting there, literally paralyzed, sleep paralysis, but your eyes are open. You can move that. Mm-hmm. And because you're in a transition that has to do with dreaming, sometimes the things that you were dreaming about carry over and people have hallucinations. And I've never heard about a pleasant sleep paralysis hallucination. I don't know why. It's always terrifying things. So I wonder if part of it is 
you are having a dream of something that scares you and something in the waking up from when you're scaring you right makes you see wake up quicker or less quickly or something like that yeah some or more suddenly i guess that's quickly but yeah thank you for that (laughs) (laughs) source.com like you don't wake up correctly you don't wake up correctly have you ever had those moments where it's like somebody wakes you up or maybe your alarm wakes up and like i know there's some people out there that have to have like 10 alarms because they don't they wake up turn the alarm off and go back to sleep but they do not recognize that they spoke at all you know yeah it could be it's kind of like that where you're still asleep but your body's moving but it's the opposite you know yeah um yeah it is kind of like that so i uh have had this twice i the first time i was 19 or 20 second time i was 22 Mm -hmm. so i should be due for one uh in the coming (laughs) year (laughs) but when i was 20 and i remember this dream i don't remember the second dream but the first dream i was in a haunted house there was actually a lot of things, including hitchhiking and finding a baby while hitchhiking and trying to rescue the baby, but that was just weird dream talk. Okay. The, the, the point that matters is that I was in a haunted house, and there was a ghost, mm-hmm. which is often in haunted houses. Yeah. And it was very much like ethereal white outline of a woman in like 1800s dress kind of thing, except I wasn't really looking at her. I have a vague image of her in my mind, mm-hmm. but I don't even know. I guess maybe I saw her in the dream. But it was that she was always talking to me. I don't think I ever looked maybe directly at her. And so one night I woke up in my Cornell Arms apartment and I knew she was beside the bed. I could hear her. I don't know what she was saying, but I could hear her talking to me. Mm-hmm. I did not actually see her okay. in my sleep paralysis, but I heard her and I knew she was right there. I'm point, I'm holding my hand out to my left because that's about where she was. And maybe she was about a f- as far away as my hand can get, which I have pretty short arms, so not that <laughs> far away. Or maybe like a half a foot more than that. Yeah. And I felt like I was in danger. I can tell you my heart was racing. Everything was going huge. And I tried to open my mouth mm-hmm. to scream to my roommate to alert her so we could leave because I was like we're gonna be hurt this is bad and it was just the most terrifying feeling of trying to open your mouth and open your mouth wide and not being able to move it at all it was so scary my I just remember like like my (laughs) I, I just I just mimicked it I I was flat on my back and I just remember gazing up wide as eyes trying to get out of there I don't remember how it ended. I don't remember going to sleep. I don't remember it stopping. Right. I just remember waking up in the morning and being like, oh, that was sleep paralysis. Because I knew what sleep paralysis was going into. Because imagine going into these things and not knowing what sleep paralysis is. Right. Obviously, you think it's supernatural. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're terrified. I mean, you're terrified in the moment. Because I think people who have sleep paralysis, nobody thinks... This is sleep paralysis because right. your brain is just not working on that level. Yeah. You know? Now, the second time I had sleep paralysis, I wasn't sure what it was um, at first. I mean, I kind of knew what it was, but I was hesitant to put the label sleep paralysis on it because I tried to move in the first one, but I didn't try to move in the second one. Gotcha. But I think that doesn't necessarily mean that it wasn't sleep paralysis, but there was something else that happened that made me kind of worried about it. So I essentially saw a shadow person. Okay. Which we talked about uh, in the previous episode, but for to say a bit about shadow people, they are people who you see the outline of them, mm-hmm. but they are completely dark. There is no definition. There's no being like, okay, I see the bridge of the nose or something. It's like, it is. It feels totally two dimensional. Except in this case, it wasn't exactly two dimensional. Okay. So uh, this was my first night alone in apartment. I was subletting for a month from a friend of mine. Right. And I woke up again on my back, and I saw the room around me completely. And so it's a very small, narrow room, 
and there's no windows, but there is a door that leads to another room that leads to, like, foggy glass that leads to the hallway that leads to the front door where there's also foggy glass. So basically (laughs) I'm saying moonlight can come in through that room and that is the only source of light. Gotcha. And something about me, when I'm in new spaces and I wake up, I am super disoriented and it takes me a while to learn where I am. Mm -hmm. But I knew immediately where I was when I woke up because I could see it around me clearly, which makes me think this was definitely not... This is not something that happened to me as a dream. This okay. really happened. Like, yeah, in sleep paralysis. My eyes were open. And blocking the light from the crack in the door was a shadow person mm. in the outline of the friend who I was subletting from. Oh. And there was no way she was actually there? She was not there. Okay. She was not there. Um, she didn't actually... So this was at the beginning of... This was in uh, June 2020. Okay. Actually, also, late May into June 2020. And so it was a time where nobody really came inside that apartment, except for my dad when he helped me move in and when he helped me leave because, you know, you're kind of under lockdown. I didn't really have people over, you know, because, yeah, you're trying to be safe. So I think I knew in the moment that it was her. Because it was a very clear outline, like, she has very curly hair. I was able to see that. And I didn't really have a good vantage point for shadow people. I was just like, here is a person who I can't see the details of. So one of the things is, at some point I kind of learned what shadow people were, but I didn't put two and two together until I was researching for last episode, and I got really freaked out. (laughs) But I still maintain that this was probably sleep paralysis. Mm Mm-hmm. The only issue is I was staring at her. I, was, I think I was a little bit propped up by my pillow. My hand was like right here or something. She reached out and she touched my arm. Oh. I never feel things in my dreams. Mm-hmm. I am just sight and sound. I never, ever feel things. But I felt it. Ooh. And it was like a thumb on my arm. A little bit like just a stroke of it. Mm-hmm. And I felt it and I was like... I'm feeling this. (laughs) And again, I don't remember that ending. And I don't remember going to sleep. I I don't even know if that it was the next morning that I registered Mm -hmm. that happened. It was actually, to me, that was like more disturbing than the other. It was more and less disturbing. One, because I didn't feel that I was in danger because I recognized it as my friend. Right. But at the same time, I had no context for the darkness or why I felt something or, and I wasn't thinking logically in that moment at all. I was just, I just remember the visual of it and the feeling of it, Mm -hmm. you know? But I think it was sleep paralysis because I didn't move. A lot of people, when you're reading paranormal experiences people have at night that I do think are sleep paralysis, they will say, I was so shocked I just didn't move, you know? Mm. And so that's what it felt like. But I think that if I had tried to move, I wouldn't have been able to. Okay. Yeah. And, I mean, it was like a month before I was able to tell anybody what had happened. Mm -hmm. And then it was a little bit longer after that that I was able to tell a friend what had (laughs) happened. (laughs) Just because it's like, eh, at some point you're like, okay, guess what I saw that was really creepy about you? (laughs) Um... Anyway, those are my two stories of sleep paralysis. I actually had a couple nights ago. It was a split second, and it wasn't sleep paralysis, but it was that feeling. It was the mixture of waking up and the brain mobilization of your body not working the way it should. Right. Because I was in a dream in a helicopter, and we were starting to take a nosedive into the ocean. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to open my mouth, and I had that same feeling of, of like move. yanking it open and, tr- and not being able to. And the next thing I know, I'm awake. I test it out, I can open my mouth and stuff. But normally in dreams, I, I think the fact that I was waking up in that moment, I think I was able to sense somehow while I was asleep that yeah. that wasn't working out because the rest of me was waking up enough, you know? Right, yeah. Anyway, so that is sleep paralysis. <laughs> I do want to throw something in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, so you know what um, transient places are, right? No. So transient places, I'm actually going to cover that in my story today. But... Um, it's, like, places in between. So, like, staircases are in between floors. Oh, yeah. We talked yeah. about that in um, Biltmore Estate. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's places in between. And it can be, like, a mode of thinking, too. So, when you're 
in between sleep and awakeness as you are in sleep paralysis, there's a theory that all those demons and ghosts that you see are there. And God, you're don't terrify me. <laughs> and you're in that mode in between. And so they are able to be visible to you or speak to you. So I do want to, like, I forgot all about this until you were telling your story. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so actually, we, we just recorded a mini-sode where we were talking about this. But um, I used to consider myself somebody very uh, open to spirits and energies. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of like a conduit for energies to go through me. And I'm working to getting back to that place right now, but I'm not in the place where I'm a conduit anymore because I have my own emotional and psychological things in the way of being that conduit. Mm-hmm. But Which um, we solved via tarot cards. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's mini-sode number two if you want to hear about it um, and hear our readings for each other. Which were actually really good. It was so good. Yeah. Um, go become a Patreon supporter and now you have access to that. Wink, wink. Not that we have one yet. but <laughs> We're working on it. We're working on it. So I've told you a few stories about my grandparents' house yes. in Massachusetts. Um, how when I was little, I used to see a bunch of ghosts that um, I called imaginary friends, but it wouldn't make sense for a little girl to think of those things. Yeah, so you were one of the creepy kids in haunted, uh, haunted houses and horror movies, and yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. So I went to visit that house in sixth grade, and I slept on the couch. And the um, living room led directly to my grandparents' room. And my grandma came out of her room, and I kind of heard her leave but I went back to sleep afterwards and a good bit while later I get up and I go over to the kitchen where she's making me a hot chocolate and she made it in a very special way and I loved it yeah but um so she looked at me when I sat down and we were the only two awake at this point and she goes are you actually awake now and I'm like (laughs) what you talking about (laughs) right yeah yeah So, apparently, I have no recollection of this. I had no recollection at the time where we were talking about it. When she had come out of her room, I had said, hello. And she was like, hi. (laughs) And she had a full conversation with me. And she's like, do you feel like waking up now? And I said, no, not now. Maybe later. And she goes, well, would you like some hot chocolate? And I said, it's been a while since I've had hot chocolate. Yes, I would love it. And she said, do you like it? The way, do you want it the way I usually make it? And I knew the way she usually makes it. And she, I said, I don't know how that is. And she explained how she makes it. And I was like, yes, that sounds delicious. And she's like, okay. I'll go make it. You go back to sleep. And I said, thank you. I rolled over and went back to sleep. When I woke up, I had no memory of this at all. And so she told me the whole story. And she and I had this theory that when I was in that in-between stage of being, because when she came out the door, I was kind of awake, you know? So when I was in that in-between stage of being awake and being asleep, like I became a conduit for a spirit that was in the house. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I really don't like that. <laughs> yeah, Robin's face was deadly getting more and more like, mm. I slept here two weeks ago. I don't like that. Well, that wasn't here. Was that her? I know, but it's you. Oh, okay. You were the liminal space, Zoe. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So we had a whole conversation. I And like, she told me that the words and phrasing that I used didn't sound like me great yeah Mm -hmm. so i was the voice box for someone well uh that's disturbing Uh, (laughs) i am happy that that thing left you um yes it mm -hmm. seems like a very pleasant spirit it was very polite yes yeah Uh uh-huh would you like to hear my story i would love to hear your story (laughs) (laughs) okay so today i am talking about the moon river brewing company this is in savannah georgia (gasps) I love Savannah. Can we do this entire show in Savannah accents? I don't know what Savannah accents are. Mm, I only know the 
Andy Bernard one from The Office, so maybe we shouldn't do it. Okay. <laughs> but I was actually talking to my boss about this this week, and I mentioned it, and he's like, oh, you when you go to Savannah, you should do the Haunted Brewery tour. And so apparently you're, you can get on like this trolley bus thing and they take you from place to place and you get drinks and they tell you haunted stories. That's great. And I'm like, well, was the Moon River Brewing Company, was that there on your tour? Because he didn't remember what year it was exactly that he went. And he's like, honestly, I was, no, I don't remember. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. But that's totally something you and I have to do. Oh, yeah. So I want to give you a little bit of history about the Moon River Brewing Company and Savannah, Georgia in general. So um, the Moon it's do 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 the address of the Moon River Brewing Company, which you can find so much of the ghost history on their website. Like they link to the Ghost Adventure website. Nice. Like they are proud of their hauntings. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're at twenty one West Bay Street. If you want to go visit. Um, according to their own website, the location is one of the oldest, most historic, and genuinely haunted buildings in Savannah, Georgia, which is saying a lot if you look into Savannah's (laughs) history. So, you could do an entire episode just on the general Savannah, Georgia, Mm -hmm. but, um, just getting into it a little bit, okay? So, it's one, considered one of the, if not the most haunted cities in the United States of America. Every single war that was fought on american soil savannah had a battle really well i mean i don't know if it was before america became america you know not like the mexican war probably mexico mexican mexico war i don't know one of that 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 (laughs) probably was mexican american war is that a thing i don't know i don't know but anyway okay so what they said is every American soil fought war had a battle in Savannah, Georgia. 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 Um, so it was home to one of the bloodiest battles during the American Revolutionary War. It saw the death of 1,100 people in a single hour. Uh-huh. Yeah. And during the Civil War, there was a battle where uh, they burned most of the city down to the ground. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, fire there were three more widespread fires throughout the town so they were burying soldiers where they died essentially so like in the center of savannah there's one giant uh cemetery but there's dead bodies everywhere underneath savannah gotcha and the entire city is a cemetery yeah basically okay so, like, they just kind of knocked down graves and built on top They'll of it. They'll do that. Your grave is not permanent. Your grave is not permanent, no. So, a lot of death, a lot of possibility for ghosts in Savannah, Georgia. Yes. And Moon River Brewery is considered one of the most haunted buildings in Savannah, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Which is one of the most haunted cities in America. Could one say that this is one of the most haunted buildings in America? The logics flows. The logics does flows. The logics does flows. So in 1821, Elazer, 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 sure, early uh, built the first hotel in Savannah, and this is the building that would eventually become the Moon River Brewery. So the hotel was named the City Hotel. So original, but it was the first hotel in the city. That's that kind of reminds me of like the old city jail. It's just you don't have to specify because <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one there. Yeah, and so it also hosted the first post office and the first bank in Savannah. So it was a bar, a hotel, a post office, and a bank. They really like to double up on their buildings. They really do. Um, so many famous people stayed there. I could list them, but I don't really know who they are. Like, I have the list right there, but I don't recognize any of the names, so... Can you throw two at me, and I'll tell you if I recognize them. Uh, Winfield Scott. No. The War of 1812 hero, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, Marquis de Lafayette. Yeah! Okay. Oh my god, okay, so he really helped out in 
the Revolutionary War. He was a nobleman from France. He was played by David Diggs in <laughs> Hamilton. Oh. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh. Now you see how I... To be fair, I knew... Well, actually, no, I mostly knew him from that. But I also learned more about him for an essay I wrote, but not much more. Okay. Well, and I'll list the other two. Um, the first three Commodores of the U.S. Navy stayed there. Nope. I don't know what Commodore is. I'm assuming nope. it's some sort of leader. Mm. Um, and naturalist James Adubon. Nope. Cool. Audubon? Audubon. Of the Audubon Society? Sh- sure. Yeah, I know they do something. I don't actually know what it is. Okay. But it has something to do with nature. Okay. So, in 1820, a year after this hotel opened... Mm-hmm. The yellow fever broke out for the first time in Savannah, Georgia. The hotel was used as a hospital when the hospital got overflowed. And this was 1820? 1820, yes. Huh. 1820, 1918, 2020. The plagues are adding up. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, this is a year before the hospital, the hotel opened. So they probably used the hospital... For a while, but then after the hotel opened, the hospital got overflown, over, overgrown? No, overfilled, <laughs> overflowed, overflowed into the hotel. The hotel was used as a hospital, especially for elderly people and kids. Mm-hmm. So in Savannah, in this first wave of yellow fever, 666 people died. That's a very uh, specific number. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case you don't know what yellow fever is, it's a viral disease. The symptoms include fever, chills, loss of appetite, nausea, muscle pains, and headache. Um, Symptoms will improve after five days in most people. However, in 15% of people after the symptoms improve, the fever comes back with abdominal pains and liver damage, which causes yellow skin. Oh. So that's why it's called the yellow fever, because by the time your skin turns yellow, you have a good chance of dying. Gotcha. Um, Because you also come back with a risk of bleeding and kidney problems. So not fun. No. Um, And the virus is spread by mosquito bites, which are found in the tropical and subtropic areas. Savannah's not really a tropical area. So what would happen is the Caribbean or Caribbean or however you want to pronounce it, the people there would start getting sick with yellow fever. So healthy people would travel up north to get away from around healthy yeah okay healthy people would travel (laughs) up north away from the tropical areas and they'd go as far as philadelphia honestly and they would stay there but they were actually carrying the disease and they'd get people sick gotcha yes then after the yellow fever thing had died down in 1832 there were two men that were at the bar there in one was Dr. Philip Minus and one was James Stark. Dr. Philip Minus was a well revered doctor in the town. He was one of very few. And James Stark was a town drunk. Okay. So um, a fight started. People assume James Stark was the reason behind the fight. However, Dr. Philip Minus shot James Stark and killed him. And then, since he was such a revered doctor that they needed, he didn't face any disciplinary action. Gotcha. So... I mean, I see the logic. Yeah. It's not fair. No. But people are dying. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, James Stark is said to be one of the ghosts. I'll get into it a little bit more. But he is one of the grouchy ghosts. Because they say, like, the reason he's still there is because his killer didn't get any punishment. That would do it. Yeah. So, in 1851, 30 years after the hotel was built, um, Peter Wiltberger bought the hotel and renovated it. Um, He also put a live lion and lioness on display to grow more attention. Wait, like... A lion and a lioness were just on display. I'm sure they were leaving fulfilling lives. I'm 100% sure they had all their needs satisfied. This sounds good for the animals. Yes, it Mm -hmm. was very okay for him to do. Probably at the time it honestly was okay for him to do. (laughs) (laughs) 
Then, three years later, there was another yellow fever epidemic. Oh in my the, god. Yeah. And again, the hotel was converted temporarily, and this time in the entire city of Savannah, 1,040 people died. Okay. Yes. So slightly more than the first time. Yeah. Um, the hotel closed in 1864, probably because it was relatively small, and also um, a lot of people died there. <laughs> <laughs> And so it was used as a lumber and coal warehouse. Then as coal usage became not a thing, it was used as a general storage area. Um, In the 1960s, it was renovated to become an office supply store with a printing press. Um, However, in 1979, this little thing called Hurricane David came through and um, it blew the roof off the building. So... It actually killed two people in Savannah, Georgia, not necessarily in this area, but um, I think it was at the beach because, like, the people were near the beach and they got swept in. Okay. So after the roof was blown off, it was vacant until 1995 when it was renovated again and became the brew pub we know as Moon River. And it Moon River opened April 10th, 1999. So that was a whole four years after they purchased it. Because they tried to do renovations throughout. However, spooky stuff happened. And basically, Ah. they were only able to renovate the ground level and the basement a little bit. But they couldn't get renovate the second floor or above. Mm -hmm. So, um, there is a Ghost Adventure episode where we will be watching it a little bit. And the second floor and above where the offices are and all of that... It's, like, falling apart, like, gross. And I'll tell you why they were unable to renovate it. So, the ghosts. Mm-hmm. James Stark, the drunk, who was shot out. Shot, 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 shot at? at? Yes, mm-hmm. shot at. Is considered to be one of the ghosts. He is seen on the second floor just walking around. Also, many women will be in the bathrooms. And they will be locked in one of the stalls. So, like... They'll go to the bathroom, whatever, go to leave the stall, unlock it, and try to open it, and it just won't open. I thought, okay, I'm sorry. I thought you were saying that, like, a small army of women ghosts were, like, trapped <laughs> in this one stall, and I was like, can't they? I think I would eventually be able to just climb up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So they think that James Stark is the person, like, holding the door shut, essentially, because, like, they'll shake it and punch it and, like, all of that, like, yell for help, and nobody will come and help them. And they'll be trapped in this bathroom stall until he decides to let them go. God. And there also have been to- tales of women who will be at the bar, and <laughs> they will feel their legs and thighs groped. I mean, thighs are a part of the legs, but they'll feel... <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> they'll feel their calves and thighs groped by, like, heavy hands that are, like grabbing them and they'll like look under and there's nobody there and like whoever they're talking to both of the hands are on the table so they think that's also james stark so Here. he's not exactly the kindest person can they exercise him i don't know they probably should yeah so another i'm not going to this place <laughs> another thing that he will do um so the office manager was on the second floor where the offices are and he was sitting at the desk, and there's some bottles of alcohol, because it's a bar, um, just sitting on a shelf. And he was sitting, and the, the bottles shook, and he looked over, and a couple of the bottles came flying and smashed against his desk. And they think that's also James Stark. So, okay, is this, like, a little bit like uh, last episode, where everybody was like, oh, it's, it's Madeline? Because there's just a lot they're attributing to James Stark. Well, no, because James Stark was an actual person. That is true. And he actually died there. Okay, okay. Yeah. And you can see a shadow figure on the stairs as well. Like, people have seen, like, an apparition of him, and also they can hear his heavy footsteps. Mm. Yeah. Um, So, on the stairs to the second floor, there is a lady in white. They don't (gasps) know who she is. But, I love a good lady in white. Yes, but she has a very malicious... Never mind. <laughs> yeah, she's not a pure lady in white. Um, so the staff are actually afraid to go up the stairs because they'll see the lady in white on the landing. 
Um, and if you go up the stairs, she'll push you. Again, it's a transient place, so it's where ghosts are a little bit stronger. Okay. So she can push people. This is the second story you've done where people are pushing people downstairs. Well, ghosts are pushing people downstairs. I think that's a common thing with ghosts, honestly. Scary. <laughs> okay, there's one customer that said he um, he was also a police officer. But um, okay. <laughs> he <laughs> said... Do I say it like that? I don't know. Okay. It kind of... Being a police officer and saying you saw a ghost, to me, like, you're in the public eye more, and it's kind of like a police officer wouldn't say he saw a ghost unless he actually thought he saw a ghost. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So he said that he could see a Union soldier in the area, but he was, like, sitting at his, like, talking to someone, right? And he looked up, and he saw this man in the Union soldier get-out, right? Right next to this phone booth that they have in the restaurant. And it's like a ye old phone booth, right? Things that don't exist this day. But it wasn't like those clear ones that, like, Superman gets dressed in. It's more like a TARDIS, but it was green and glass. I have a story about a Revolutionary War man with a phone. Hold on. Okay. So, um, this Union soldier, he was seen only from the chest up. Like, you couldn't oh. even see his stomach. Like, he was, his chest was just floating there. Oh, I love that. Yes. So, what's your story? Um, you know, there's another torso story I know, but my story was, I was on a ghost tour in Charleston, and then we were Charleston. Gonna- Charleston. And then Ghost Tour disbanded. I was like a teenager. I was with my parents. And we were walking down this alley because this was... The idea was there was a duel here in the Revolutionary War era or about there. And they say at midnight you could still see the duel. So it was like... It wasn't midnight, but it was at night. And so we (laughs) walked down there. And lit by the glow of the lamplight, I see a man in Revolutionary War costume on the stoop and i'm like oh my god it's him (laughs) it's the ghost and then i'm like wait what's he doing and he was texting oh so it was just a A guy in cost yeah i guess so anyway i was terrified for a second (laughs) until i realized he was on his phone okay yeah sorry for the interlude no you're fine that's funny (laughs) okay (laughs) um do 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 Mm -hmm. okay so the reason why they couldn't renovate the entire area they just renovated that one floor and part of the basement right so there's supposedly a very angry entity there um they're not sure so there's definitely a demon here ah yeah and then there's james stark who's just grumpy and also a womanizer but um uh so they don't know if it's him or if it's demon or maybe it's the lady in white Mm -hmm. or maybe all three are tag teaming you know yeah when they were renovating the restaurant area power tools would go missing and workers would be pushed or pulled off of ladders and yeah like it was like it got to the point where so in the 1990s the foreman's wife was bringing her husband some lunch right and they were starting renovations on the second floor which is where the lady in white is seen and the wife was coming down the stairs and she was pushed violently like it wasn't like she tripped she was pushed and um nobody saw anything push her and she tumbled down the stairs and at that point the um workmen like everybody working on the property they just left they're like "Mm -mm, we're not coming back did they help her up well, yes. The, okay. Yeah. But they didn't show up for their shift the next day. Like, they oh. left and didn't show up. So that's why renovation stopped. Okay. Yeah. So, can I ask more about the demon, or are we going to get We're getting that? there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. That's the little treat I dangled in front of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm just jumping for it already. Yes. So, the reason why these ghosts may be so powerful is because they are in transient places, So, the way this building is set up, so you walk in, and there's a staircase immediately down to the basement, and when you walk in, there's two sets of staircase up, and then you get to the second floor, 
and you see the two staircases that you just came up, and then you see two staircases that you go up, and then this entire middle section is a hallway that tiny, there's small offices and rooms off of. And then if you go up those stairs to the top, at the very top is where the hospital was, the quote unquote hospital, where a bunch of people died from yellow fever. Mm-hmm. That's where they existed. So this entire second floor is four sets of staircases in a giant hallway which are all transient places gotcha. so like that second floor is like a vortex of energy mm-hmm. and um also on the third floor even though so many people died of yellow fever there it has very few hauntings but everybody who goes up there they're like this is just sad like there's a sad atmosphere there oh man yeah okay in addition to these three malevolent spirits, there's a bunch of dead children. Well, children ghosts. Um, Which I mean are dead children. children. Yeah. The chef went upstairs and saw a little girl in a white dress once. There will be things hidden and they'll see weird noises and things. They'll see, they'll see weird noises. They'll hear, hear weird noises. <laughs> and it will be things a child would do. They didn't go into a lot of detail about it, but they just said, like, it's things a kid would do. Like, they'd hide something from you because they think it's funny, you know? Like, uh, one of the things is the basement has a pool table that will be played with constantly. Like, balls will go missing. Like, if you put all the balls there and you walk out of the room for 10 minutes and come back, some of the balls are gone. Okay. There's another ghost kid who will run around. And then there is this shadow figure that people will see running by occasionally. Shadow figure. Yes, especially in the billiards room. So there was a bartender who went downstairs and she was, uh, I think, like grabbing more supplies and stuff because that's what they keep downstairs. And she looked up and she saw a shadow figure crawl out from the wall, walk over, see her, crouch down and stare at her, and then disappear. Oh my god. What was the size of it? So, she was talking about children in the same breath. So, I was thinking it was child size. Mm-hmm. But I don't actually. I think it's a, like, man-sized. Mm. Yeah. That same wall that it crawled out of was in the billiards room. Right? And that's where people will see the shadow figure move. Uh, oh, real quick. My notes are kind of out of order. The children that are the, down there are assumed to be yellow fever kids. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so a book was being released in the brewery. And the book publisher was there at this like initial launch day. And she was described like 12 times as extremely Catholic. Okay. <laughs> so she didn't believe in ghosts, apparently, because she was extremely Catholic. I feel like that being Catholic doesn't mean you don't believe in ghosts. Yeah, but, but okay. that's the conclusion they were trying to draw. Gotcha. Okay, so she was coming downstairs, and she was going into the billiards room, and as she put her foot on the threshold, she felt like a weight on her chest, and it pushed her backwards <gasps> physically. Okay. And she was choking and coughing and trying to call out to someone, but she was, like, being choked, so she couldn't speak. And she never stepped foot over the threshold. Like, it kept her out of there. Okay. And she said it felt like an evil demon. And this was the same location that the bartender saw the black thing come out the wall. Well, that would point to it. Yeah. So... In addition to this, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but apparently Savannah, Georgia has a series of tunnels underneath the entire city. I think I did hear that, yes. Because during the yellow fever outbreaks, they thought that yellow fever spread throughout the air, and so if they traveled in the tunnels, they wouldn't get sick. I mean, they're kind of right that it was probably like, if you're breathing near a person with yellow fever, you'll probably get it. Yeah, but I don't think the tunnels would protect you. No, not if yellow fever people were in the tunnels. Yeah. Which they probably were. So Because this... plagues! <laughs> I'm sorry. Plagues are now freak. I mean, plague... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this entire brewery 
the basement leads to those tunnels. It's blocked off now, so you can't go in there. But like I said, there's a ghost adventure episode of this, so I watched it. And Zach Baggins, uh, or whatever his name is, he gets out, he leaves the brewery, and he goes and finds, like, somewhere where that's under construction, and he hops into the construction area, and it's like, he steps down into it because it's, like, where the basement used to be, because he sees a door, and he's like, I bet that's where the tunnel is, let's get into these tunnels, right? Mm -hmm. He's trying to find a place so he could get into the tunnel, but most of the tunnels are blocked off, and he goes in, and he's like, guys, I hear something, I hear something, oh my god, I hear something, and then this cat comes out and, like, (laughs) screams at him and runs up and out, and he's, like, panicking, he's freaking out, and then after he's like, did you get that? (laughs) Can I just... Okay, listen, I have so many thoughts on Zach Baggins. We can just do a show basically on my thoughts on Zach Baggins. But, yeah. Um, okay, I get, like, if ghosts are usually subtle, then, like, and you have to have something, then you have to have a big personality if you're having a TV show. But just imagine how much more interesting it would be if it was hosted by, like, a calm woman who was, like, calmly asking <laughs> about things and, like, getting down to the bottom of it. Exactly. Just... I'm just saying. Yeah. Is Ghost Adventure still on? I don't think so. What does he do now? Does I he go know. around with that voice and those hats and the in, in the black shirts and the sunglasses? I know he has a museum. Of course he does. Yes. Is it just his face? Yes. No. Okay. It has um a couple like haunted dolls and stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, I don't know. We'd have to go. You can get a signed poster of him. (laughs) But, um, so demon... Oh, yeah, the tunnels. So they say that, like, the ghosts now use the tunnel to go to and from. So, like, they see, like, you can see the same ghost in a lot of places. Mm -hmm. And it's because they use the tunnels now. Okay. Um, one more thing about ghosts before we get into the ghost adventures. Um, so on a tour, this one woman started to panic because the right side of her body suddenly became icy cold. And she was freaking out because the right side of her body was icy cold suddenly. (laughs) And so when they, like, pulled her out of the building, and then she suddenly felt better. That'll happen, man. That'll (laughs) happen. Okay, question, Zoe. Uh Uh-huh. You're in a haunted location. Uh huh. You're on a ghost tour, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, half of you starts feeling cold. Do you stay or do you go? I stay. Okay. I I want to get haunted. See, that's <laughs> that's a worrying statement to me. Okay, here's here's my philosophy. Are you ready? Yes. Coming at you, bro. I am okay with being in a haunted space, like visiting a haunted space. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't personally want to be haunted because then that thing comes back with me. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to go in and be like, mm-hmm, a haunted. And then I would like to leave and be not haunted. <laughs> Your cat is haunting me. He's he's stalking up to me. Let's get the laser going. Whenever he comes up to the table, he, uh, he causes havoc. So now Zoe is using the laser to get him to leave. And... So far, it hasn't not worked, though I am kind of waiting for the moment he figures it out. So, Robin, are you ready to see some clips of the ghost adventures? I am. I swear, guys, we won't do this every episode. It's just that Zoe and I accidentally had the exact same episode. Yes. (laughs) We don't plan this. Well, I mean, in this case. We do. Well, it's more like it just happened. Yeah. And we accepted it. We accepted it, yeah. (laughs) So, it turned into a theme. (laughs) So, I just there's a couple scenes that I want to tell you about, but not necessarily show you. So, um, thank you. So, the whole thing is that they get locked into this place, right? And they have to stay the whole night and then they get released in the morning, right? So, while they're set up, a bad escape room. Yeah. (laughs) So, while they're getting set up, they hear an unexplained dragging noise above their heads. And they run up to investigate, and they don't see anything. Nothing happens. Um, about a minute later, they hear footsteps and hear a woman talking, but it's not audible on the camera. Okay. So it's just somebody going, oh, did you hear that? 
yeah, I heard that. It was, yeah, it was a woman talking. Yeah, you know. Um, and then there's another clip about, about a minute after that where they hear something. Somebody goes, did you hear that? And they're like, yeah. And then you don't hear it. They don't say what it was. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so totally legit is what we're saying. Completely legit. Mm-hmm. 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 So then there's two clips that I do want to show you, and then another clip where they see ghost orbs and they hear footsteps, but um, the ghost orb looks like a bug. <laughs> it, you remember that one video I showed you where it's just, like, that white flicker? I There's a thousand videos where it's just that white flicker, really. Yeah, yeah that's what ghost orbs supposedly are. Yeah. But honestly, like, this is a rundown basement. It could be a bug. You know? Everything just is a bug. Ex- expect that it's a bug. And at the end of the episode, they're like, they went to visit these, like, paranormal video people. And he's like, well, see, dust particles, they fall to the ground. And in this video, this particle clearly goes right, and then it goes left without falling. But, like, if you lo- watch the video, it goes to the right and then drops while going to the left. So it's just like cycloning, you know? Yeah. And then a few minutes after that, they see something pass, but it's not on camera. They see it out of the corner of their eye. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's cold in the room. The camera stops working. Um, it goes to... I'll get to this one later. We're going to watch the first two clips, talk about it, and then watch the third clip and then talk about it, okay? Okay, well, now I'm excited for the third clip. Okay, so the first clip I'm going to show you now. Yeah, what did we just see? We just saw... Well, Zach Back was running around. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He antagonized the lady in white to push him down the stairs. He said he felt a push, but... Okay. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple EVPs that sounded not like much, but they were saying that this sounds like a, a female laughing and then a male laughing. And then don't do that and I don't want to. Yeah. Um, I mean, I really, every time they were like, it's a woman, really they meant it's a high-pitched mechanical sound. <laughs> uh, so I don't know about that. But, but then they got the voice box out. And apparently it picked up on a series of words. Yeah, there was one EVP in particular that I would classify as a Class A EVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, it said, it's the god. Yeah. I'd say that's pretty clear. And then the other words that it said, it said, like, so they used the voice box. So the voice box picked up on the words water, gender, sister, which they translated to be woman. Um, and then it said... Oh, so Zach, like, threatened to do some renovations. <laughs> I, I often threaten to do renovations. And then it said, and so he put a ladder up, and then the voice back said, remove step. Mm-hmm. So it was saying, like, remove the ladder. And so Zach Baggins was like, okay, what would you do to me if I don't? And then it said, yell. Okay. So. And the thing is, I don't know how those voice box work yeah because it it, you know it says the word on there i i don't know what it's interpreting so like apparently the ghosts can like put their energies into it and pick a word i think yeah i'm not sure how the science works behind it or the extra beyond science works the the science with a ps (laughs) um uh but yeah yeah so that's um, those two clips, a few EVPs in the voice box for you. Thank you. But then I want to go into this one. <laughs> okay. So, Nick's acting weird. Yes, so, like, there's a clip of a ghost orb that could be a bug um, floating into his head. Or, you know, flies in front of his face or behind his head and can't be seen on camera anymore. Mm-hmm. And then shortly after that... He's acting like he's like leaning against the table and he looks up at the camera and at Zach. He's like out of it almost. Yeah. And then Zach is talking to him almost as if he's talking to the ghost or the demon or the demon. Yeah. He's acting really weird. To be fair, he did act weird in the last episode. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what he does. These are the only two 
there's only a few episodes of Ghost Adventures that I've seen uh, a lot of, so I don't know how he normally is. So if he normally does this, it might just be something he normally does. Yeah. But, um, I mean, he is acting weird. I don't think the orb thing is real, though. No. And so basically that he's acting possessed, and then um, they see a shadow come out of him, but you can't really see it on camera. You don't really see any movement. And then he starts acting normal again. Okay. I don't know. It's hard to tell because I don't know if I trust them. Yeah. And he like he's like, I don't know what happened. And he's like, I blocked out. I don't know what happened. And it's He should get like, another job. Yeah, he probably should. If he's like actually feeling these things. If he's actually sensitive to the spirits, he should probably not be that. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so that's all the clips for Ghost Adventures that I saw. Like uh, people who have listened to the show, this is the third time we've talked about them. Yeah. And each time we've been like, mm-hmm. I don't know about that. I don't know. Yeah. So, but there's good EVPs coming up. Yes. That well, sometimes good EVPs that they have. So it's mm-hmm. good to yeah. listen and do our own interpretations. And just because you don't believe in all of the EVPs that came in, there were some solid EVPs. They do have some solid Class A EVPs. EVPs. Um, so that kind of wraps up my episode. I do want to say two things. Mm-hmm. Um, that, one, this is our second episode of June, a.k.a. Gay Pride. Um Woo! And something fun to notice is that the Moon River Brewery actually flies a gay pride flag outside their building. So that's fun. Oh, at all times? I don't know if it's at all times, but I did see a Facebook review where they had that photo. Fun. Yes. And also, apparently, if you ask and it's not too busy, they'll let you toward the basement. (gasps) Ooh, I would love to do that. Yes. Okay. Second order of business. Real quick, we have a promo for another podcast, Barks Brews and A Casket for Two. Yes, which is our homage in this episode and the previous episode. We cracked open our cider cans yeah. in uh, solidarity with them. So I'm about to play for you their trailer, but a brief intro into who they are. They are, like us, a paranormal podcast. They talk about uh, a couple paranormal, one or two paranormal things every episode, and then round it out with a good animal rescue story and sometimes a ghost dog story. And they also drink while they do. <laughs> that sounds makes it sound irresponsible. They responsibly drink <laughs> local craft beer when doing their episodes. Here is their promo. Hey there, boozers. Welcome to BBCT. Barks, Barks brews, and a casket for two. two. I'm Liz. And I'm Jess. And we have decided to combine our love for beer, pups, and all things spooky to bring you BBCT. We are proud dog parents. Adopt, don't shop. Beer enthusiasts and have a crazy passion for all horror and anything scary. On our podcast, we'll be talking about lesser-known spooky tales that we believe haven't gotten the attention or recognition they deserve. All while drinking beer from small business breweries and mentioning our favorite animal rescues. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Stitcher, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and more. I could go on. Please don't. Check us out. Listen, share, subscribe, and rate. And if you don't like us, then we are definitely Zach Bagel Bites. Still don't sue us, Zach. Stay brewed for more, and as always, stay stay spooky, spooky, boozers. So I hope you guys liked today's episode, and I know that it was two bar themes in a row, or tavern and brewery, whatever you want to call it. It's a tavern and some brewery. (laughs) (laughs) But these were two haunted episodes. It's been a while since we've done, like, a true haunting episode. Um, we did do a few true crimes there, back to back. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the Vinia Fisher was a true crime. There's a ghost. lot that are like half and half. Too. Yeah, I gotta say, there's something very fun about doing the uh, the, the murder haunting. and the haunting. Well, yeah, but I think I like the hauntings a lot. Yeah, they're a lot. 
like my last episode that I did was Amber Alert, and that was yeah. a heavy episode. Yes, and it's a lot more fun for us to be able to laugh at Ghost Avengers. <laughs> yes, than it is to talk about the disappearance and murder of a nine-year-old girl. Yeah, can we take a break from? children dying maybe <laughs> yeah probably okay so. fun i mean not fun well good that we're taking a break <laughs> but i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode yeah uh if you did enjoy today's episode would you please <laughs> please please <laughs> uh, like subscribe review and tell a friendo or two. Ooh, i like that i'm gonna make that a thing mm-hmm <laughs> Zoe took her tea, but yep. it's her turn. <laughs> um, is it my turn? Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. And if you want to see the show notes, uh, a link to the Ghost Adventures episode, and a blog post from about this, you can go to hauntedhospitality.pod. No. No. Hauntedhospitality.com. <laughs> We're professionals. Ho- yes. Hauntedhospitality.wordpress.com. Also, if you want to leave, uh, email us, Send in your own spooky submission, which can be true crime, mystery, paranormal, anything that happened to you anywhere in the world. You can, or it happened in the town that you grew up in or something like that. You were near it. Um, <laughs> you can submit your su- spooky submission to hauntedhospitalitypodcast at gmail.com. Yes, and if you are on the Twitter sphere, you can join us at Haunted Host. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Haunted Hospitality. Some of them have Haunted Hospitality podcast. You can still find us by searching <laughs> it. Ah, your cat is licking my toes. Okay. He has a foot fetish. Oh my god. Uh, Zoe. Yes. Uh, anyway, we want you to. No, we're just gonna go. Stay, Stay spooky. spooky.